Welcome to the Apologia Podcast, the audio-only archive of the Apologia YouTube channel. Note that some content was designed to go with visuals, but the imagination can be a powerful thing. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider giving it a 5-star rating on the podcast app you're using now to help us reach more people. Or, since this endeavor is ad-free, consider going a step further and supporting us for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash apologia. But for now, let's get to the episode. Part of the Ham and Egg News series, posted August 21st, 2023, titled, I Dismantle Answers News Reporting and Ken Ham is Livid. and another edition of Ham and Egg News, where we react to Ken Ham reacting to things. And guess what? We recently had an actual Ken Ham sighting on the Now Reduced Schedule Answers News show. Hi, I'm Ken Ham, and I'm with Patricia Engler and Dr. Tim Chafee, and today we're discussing children's summer camps, because they can no longer be trusted. The episode was only a few minutes deep before policies of basic tolerance invoke stoppage due to Godwin's law. If you want to control the future and control society, you have to capture the hearts and minds of young people. And while I was in Berlin, I found um, some propaganda that they used in the Free German Youth League, so the Communist Youth Society that they used to indoctrinate young people for that very reason. And I think it's good to see a quote from Hitler. And how does Ken think we should stop childhood indoctrination? Why? Through paying him to indoctrinate your children, of course. Be encouraged. Answers in Genesis, God has allowed us to build these two attractions, the Ark Encounter, the Creation Museum. We have incredible ministry, all the resources that we have, and we actually have special camps. They're day camps. We also have Explore Days for ages 11 and up, and these are throughout the year. And we have Explore Junior uh, Days as well for ages 5 to 10. So today, rather than go through an episode in our usual way, I thought I'd do a survey of the entire Answers News run from the summer of 2023 and see what we can learn about bias and properly investigating sources. As you know, I built this channel and rebuilt my worldview on source methodology. The trouble is, when it comes to news, finding the source doesn't give the whole story. Those who report these articles, they're not neutral. There's a bias. And that's where ground news has become invaluable to my research and why I'm excited to have them as today's sponsor. Created by a former NASA engineer. Is a message true because the head of NASA said so? Ground News makes it easy to compare media from around the world and avoid manipulative algorithms. For example, I've been following news on religion. This story on an ancient mosaic being moved from Israel to the U.S. has over 30 articles published on it. On the website, we see it's a potential blind spot if you don't read any of these left-leaning publications. The story is marked as highly factual which is more than I can say about the reputation of the place where the mosaic is going. Often you can see the bias even in just a headline of the article. I love that I can see my news bias and overview the information I consume to see if I'm actually getting a well-rounded view. I've been using the app and the website to make sure that I'm fully informed. And for today's episode, we're going to use it to check each Answers News segment and to see what we can learn. You can follow along at ground.news slash apologia and start grounding yourself or subscribe for unlimited access to support finding the facts and the mission of this channel. The link is down below. Here we go. Next article, for the third day in a row, Earth's average temperature breaks record highs. Okay, let's pause it there, and we'll go to the video description, where AIG does do one thing right, 
and include links to the main article. We'll copy that URL and paste it into Ground News, where it finds our news story here. It was reported in 319 tracked outlets, which is quite a few. In terms of bias, 53% of the sources are center, with left-leaning coverage making up 34%, maybe less than you'd expect, and only 13% coverage from right-leaning sources. This may not jive with a climate change denial narrative, so perhaps selectively ignore it there, or perhaps just not of interest. Most of the sources are traditionally high factuality, with no coverage from the low factuality media. So Answers News itself isn't being tracked by ground news, obviously. More important than that, for source methodology purposes, is that we can see that Forbes is the originator of the story. That's our primary source, and where we would go digging to get to the heart of the cold facts. These other 318 are going to be flavors. This makes the news because we're in a culture that is just, they, they've fallen in love with this concept of climate change and global warming and, yeah. oh boy, we're, we're destroying the earth. Sorry, Bodhi, but this isn't about news outlets following a hot trend, pun intended. It's not just a passing fad. It's a serious topic rooted in scientific research. Think of it like this. While Earth's climate has naturally shifted in the past, the rapid changes we're seeing now are likely due to human actions, like burning fossil fuels and deforestation. It's about understanding the evidence and taking prudent action. It is, sometimes we've got to step back. Let's look at this from a big picture. Okay, we had three days that hit our record-breaking, uh, you know, by, by the way we measure this sort of thing. But guess what? Now went down. So we're not still sitting there. It's not still going up. Weather can vary from day to day and even year to year, which can sometimes lead to short-term fluctuations in temperature records. Maybe you're right. And that's exactly what happened here. This news story is about one particular data point, and you need multiple data points to draw conclusions. But as of now, we have a lot of data points and can plot a trend. It's very short-sighted to ignore a trend by appealing to fluctuations. Think of it like the stock market. There might be a few days where things go up and down, but the overall trend is what matters in determining the health of the market. Similarly, while we might have a few cooler days after a heat wave, the broader trend of increasing global temperatures is still evident when we look at the data over years and decades. God designed the earth in such a way as to be able to handle this, even in a sin-cursed and broken world. If Answers in Genesis has one mission statement, it's that all the answers to all questions can be found in Genesis. And what does Genesis 8.22 have to say? Genesis yeah. 8.22. He's going to maintain the, so the, the seasons and day and night and cold and heat and, and winter and summer. As long as the earth endures. As long as the earth endures, right? Yeah. God promises that the earth will maintain basic function up until it stops existing. Based on that, Bodhi's taking the attitude that because we can't actually break the world so badly that it will stop spinning, that it doesn't matter how humans treat it. In every other area of life, Answers News appeals to behavior modification to avoid perceived or anticipated consequences. God calls the cohabitation sin, and it's not good. And we see the consequences of that with this instability that's happening, especially among children. They hand them over to the world to train, and now we're suffering the consequences. Life-altering surgeries, which she has gone undergone, and she's experiencing consequences. Consequences, 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 except when it comes to taking care of the one earth. God said we can't completely break it. So that's license to abuse it and assume that there will be no consequences for those choices. Here's another verse in Genesis. Chapter 2, verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Bodhi believes that death, the weeds, disease, 
and pain were all inflicted on this planet as a consequence of the actions of Adam and Eve. And yet, the actions of the children of Adam and Eve can't have consequences to the planet? Look, I admit that climate change science is well above my understanding and pay grade. But what I'm not going to do is fail to take reasonable precautions just because Bodhi's book promises that we can't break the earth so badly that we'll stop having day and night. From an outsider perspective, that seems very anti-Christian. You know, if you go back to, say, the 1930s, they didn't have measurements anywhere like what we have. Even 20 years ago, they didn't have measurements like what we have today. Right now, we can accurately measure the atmospheric temperature and the winds and the uh, the surface temperature of the, uh, you know, all over the ocean very well. And so what we're doing now is we're being able to measure this stuff with extreme precision. And I'm like, hey, look, we just broke this record, but we have no idea. Back in the 1930s, for example, they could have destroyed this record. Or, you know, uh, 1,800 years ago, they may have had 15 days in a row that blew this out of the water. Okay. Well, now let's go back to ground news and see if Rob and Bodie are accurately contrasting the report. The ground AI summary shows the general claim is that the planet experienced its hottest day in the last 44 years. Scrolling down, we see outlet saying hottest day on record, which acknowledges possible hotter days before records. Hottest day in decades. That's pretty specific. So AIG is battling hyperbolic headlines and not reading the articles themselves. That's a good lesson for all of us. Don't be like Answers in Genesis. Go past the headline. The Webb Space Telescope reveals a moment of stellar birth, dramatic close-up of 50 baby stars. And checking around news, there are 190 news sources reporting, 57% politically center, 29% left, and 13% right. A trend on these science-based stories. Only 1% from low factuality sources. Ground News says it's safe to share to the world. And according to this article, the snapshot reveals 50 baby stars in a cloud complex about 390 light years away from us, uh, apparently no bigger than our sun. But the question is, did they actually observe this star formation process happen? No, they didn't. I want you guys to realize that we've never seen a star form. Once again, a variation on Ken Ham's famous, were you there argument. Has any human being always been there? Yes or no? No. Has any scientist always been there? No. Who's the only one who's always been there? God, who knows everything? So, in a big loud voice, who should you always trust first, God or the scientist? God, and I want you to remember that. The process of natural star formation is estimated to take millions of years, from initial formation of molecular clouds, collapse to a protostar, mass accumulation, and eventually nuclear fusion. You don't have to accept this explanation, but the way to test it isn't to whine that the process takes longer than a human lifetime. I've used the analogy before of a mayfly who lives about a day. From a mayfly perspective, no houses ever get built. Sure, it observes completed houses, holes in the ground, and house-shaped frames of wood. But the mayfly never personally sees a house being built from beginning to end. So by this logic, it's justified in rejecting that houses get constructed. Silly, right? This latest star photograph is getting us another observation of another stage that affirms the reasonableness of a hypothesis in the best way possible for we short-lived creatures. And you can't approach the evidence in a neutral, unbiased fashion. Everyone has a worldview. And so anytime you're reading articles like this, make sure you always look out for those unstated biases and assumptions. I mean, in this case, it seems like even the most right-leaning sources are all reporting it the same way. Is it possible that it's Answers in Genesis that has unstated biases and assumptions? Because obviously we start with the Bible, the biblical worldview, 
We know that's not the case. All the stars, every single heavenly body was made on day four. Okay. Maybe their bias is actually stated. They start with a conclusion and dismiss any fact that doesn't align with said conclusion. That's not how to seek truth. Truth has nothing to fear from testing. In general, the handful of science-related stories still covered by Answers News are completely central, with very little left bias. Okay, a colossal, colossal, can't say that, ancient whale could be the heaviest animal ever known. 202 sources, that's a lot. 54% center bias, 30% left, mostly high factuality. Should be non-controversial for a creationist to accept that some animal would have been the heaviest, right? That's not based on worldview. What's the problem here? So this is an artist's interpretation based on a worldview. We are talking about worldview earlier. And so the artist's rendering of this, we don't have the skull. We don't know exactly what it looked like. So a drawing of it is just interpretation. Oh, I see. Are Answers News watchers often confused that illustrations might actually be photographs? Though looking at that, I wonder if Jackson Wheat will need to update his epic video. Jackson, do a video about whale sex. <laughs> Please. Bye. But only because I like you. Canada's Crawford Lake could mark the beginning of the Anthropocene. Anyway, you know, I can read it on the screen. So this uh, has been kind of debated back and forth among geologists of this new era in geologic history. Basically, when humans, in their view, started making an impact on geology, which, of course, they always point to climate change. Well, I'm not too excited that my native Canada is ground zero for measuring human adverse impact on the environment. But this is pretty interesting. I hadn't heard about this. Lots of coverage, 137 sources, 50% central. Scientists revived 46,000-year-old round orbs from Siberian permafrost. 30 sources, 92% center, generally high factuality. All right, from Science Daily... Humans' ancestors survived the asteroid impact that killed the dinosaurs around 66 million years ago. This one is straight up 100% central sources. All high factuality. I don't even see what problem Answers in Genesis could have with this. We both agree that humans exist, and we both agree that human ancestors existed before said asteroid. If our ancestors had died with that asteroid, we wouldn't be here. Super straightforward. You're evolutionists, you're thinking from that evolutionary mindset... What comes to mind when I say you are human ancestors? I would assume ape if I was an evolutionist. Yes, I, was, I would say some type of primate ancestor. Okay, not even close. Go way, way, way further back than that. Think of some little shrew-like creature crawling through the grass. Oh, I see. You're angry that your inaccurate understanding of evolution isn't reflected in the article. Gotcha. All right, so even the most general, central, bias-free reporting on science makes Ken Ham's crew angry. Let's take a look at what the Answers News article selection is like outside of the hard sciences. All right, here's a uh, sad story coming to us out of Texas. A biology professor fired after telling students sex is based on chromosomes. Okay, looking at ground news, we see 35 news sources reporting on this. 87% of the coverage is from the right, and just one story from the left. So that's definitely a skewed bias. Or, as ground news puts it, this news story is a blind spot for people on the left. None of the reporting is coming from high factuality outlets. It's mixed factuality at best. Despite that mixed factuality, the summation of the articles is pretty clear that there are two sides to the story. The professor claims he was fired for teaching sex is determined by X and Y chromosomes. A potentially non-controversial take, depending on how you define sex. 
but the college is alleging that the professor violated the school's faculty code of professional ethics. The allegations include religious preaching, discriminatory comments about homosexuals and transgender individuals, anti-abortion rhetoric, and misogynistic banter. Okay, so whatever your thoughts on the concept of sex versus the concept of gender, the school and the teacher clearly have very different takes on the firing, and I trust you'd agree that if the school's allegations are correct, then the teacher violated terms of conditions of employment. Now, if you feel that preaching, discrimination, political agenda pushing, and misogyny should be part of a teacher's job, then good news. Answers in Genesis has a school he can apply to. Um, so this man seems to have been teaching that biological fact and, and run afoul of some students. Yeah, it's unfortunate that there are people who are being discriminated for their relig religious positions here. In the entire field of biology continues to acknowledge the role of X and Y chromosomes in sexual reproduction. So we don't see a rash of firings on this front. I'm glad this professor will have his day in court. But so far, his story about purely adhering to facts sounds suspicious. So as we've talked about many times um, on Answers News over the years, we, um, how the numbers of, of students, young people in particular, Generation Z, identifying as LGBT just keeps exploding at crazy numbers. So when they, they did this study at Brown University, they found that um, between 2010 and 2013, so only a 13-year period, they found that the gay or lesbian population at the school increased by 26%. And the percentage of students identifying as bisexual has increased by, wait for this, 232%. And then other sexual orientations within the, you know, LGBTQ plus umbrella has increased by 793%. Okay. So this story has an 82% right-leaning source bias, with only 7% reporting from left-leaning sources. 29% of the sources are low factuality, with mostly mixed factuality, and very few high factuality. The story summary indicates that the outlets are repeatedly reporting the rise in LGBTQ identification at Brown University is higher than the national average. When the first article to break the news indicates that the 30% identification tracks with research from the Center for the Study of Partisanship and Ideology, which found similar levels among elite colleges. So, if the same trend is seen in colleges across the country, could it not just be that the colleges are a safe place for LGBTQ individuals to be open about themselves, so they naturally gravitate there? But this note in the story summary dismisses that notion. The increase in LGBTQ identification at Brown University is attributed to a social contagion rather than a significant shift in the student body's sexual orientations or increased confidence to openly identify as LGBTQ. How would they know that? They found in the research that sexual behavior has not kept pace with identification. In other words, bisexual identification in particular outstrips bisexual sexual activity, which really suggests this is just a so social contagion where people are just identifying as different things because it's a trendy, cool thing to do. According to the researcher, identity is rising much faster than behavior, indicating that people with occasional rather than sustained feelings of attraction are increasingly identifying as LGBT. So I think what we have here is a failure to understand what bisexual means. It means potential attraction to either gender. It doesn't mean full-time attraction to everyone they see, or necessarily straying from the boundaries of relationships, or to be someone who acts on every sexual impulse. Also, someone identifying as trans 
tells us nothing at all about their sexual attractions. So who's actually hooking up is an inappropriate measure to make conclusions about attraction. If so, you'd have to conclude that celibate students are all, in fact, having no attraction to anyone and should really identify as asexual. Neil deGrasse Tyson says biology is insufficient at explaining gender ideology and teen detransition activist Chloe Cole rips his claim. This one has a perfect score of 100% right-wing source bias, with a full third from sources that are low factuality. It's fun to compare the headlines. I did enjoy this take from Red State. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson gives a rant so stupid only an academic could agree with it. Some people wear their anti-intellectualism on their sleeve. Uh, aspect of the culture right now seems to be that the LGBT worldview is, is just overriding everything. And here's another example right here in Kentucky. Yeah, so this has to do with nurses being mandated to, to take training that basically says that if you're silent, then that is violence. You know, I'm unclear as to what the LGBT worldview has to do with racism. But let's take a look at the story. Ground News is telling me, read with caution. This story is only being covered by one news source that has a low factuality rating, which means the outlet has a history of poor reporting practices. Fair enough. Well, another consequence of generations not having the foundation of God's word, and it's what happened in Maine, and it's happening in some other states as well. But uh, here we have a governor signing legislation uh, basically that opens a door for people, doctors, to just open the door for abortion at any stage. It seems like Ken's Christian Post source for this is alone, right-leaning, and of mixed factuality. Though that seems odd. So I did a search for the name of Maine Governor Janet Mills and got to the Maine coverage. The Christian Post take on this story was so lopsided that Ground News couldn't even recognize it as the same story. The main take is 50% cent left, 38% center, only 4% right. The law portends that these later-term abortions will be allowed when medically necessary, but Answers News isn't buying it. Right, the way they talk about it sounds sensitive, like, okay, well, it, make, it makes you think like if the woman's life is in danger, but it's, that's not really what they're wording it as if... if a, if you can get somebody to sign off on a doctor to say it's necessary. Right, yeah. To my non-surprise, nearly half, 46% of the articles covered in the last six weeks of Answers News shows were from a single source. Most family breakdowns aren't due to couples divorcing. And so this was a really interesting study that, again, really proves that God's design for marriage and the family is best. One right-leaning source of mixed factuality. Um, new AI technology determines Embryos suitable for IVF draws concern about eugenics. One right-leaning source of mixed factuality. The ARC encounter, this is always exciting, tops the list of most popular attractions in Kentucky. One right-leaning source of mixed factuality that seems a touch self-serving. What were the criteria for the list? That's based on the rankings on TripAdvisor's 25 best things to do in Kentucky combined with Google, um, Google search volume data. Yeah, I hate to break it to everyone. But people around the world do Google searches on the Ark Encounter for reasons entirely unrelated to supporting it or wanting to visit it. I'm guessing there isn't an active community hate-searching the Mammoth Cave of Brownsville or actively fact-checking any harmful claims of the Louisville Slugger Museum. Anyhow, there were several stories from sources so obscure 
individual blogs or pundit op-eds that the ground news couldn't even identify it as news. Three hurdles to evolution education. Why getting an education in evolution is so difficult. Sound of Freedom defies naysayers with 5 million tickets sold, 50 million in receipts. The summer camps, uh, they embrace gender theory, trans inclusion, critical race theory. What is going on here? So yeah, when it comes to science, Answers in Genesis is at odds with everyone, no matter how mainstream or even right-leaning. When it comes to all the other social topics they take up arms about, they rely on right-leaning, almost exclusively right-reporting, articles and topics. I hope you enjoyed this little meta-analysis of Answers News and their article selection process. Shout out today to all my patrons and members whose financial support makes my work on this channel possible. I'm full-time now, and only with your support can I keep creating videos, looking at the claims of Christians, and feeding hungry mouths at the same time. If you're willing and able to help, please find the links in the descriptions. For more ham and egg news, tap on the link on screen now, and I'll see you over there. Until next time, later.